And today we focus on Portage Biotech. The CEO, Dr. Ian Walters, is with us. This is all about immuno-oncology. And I'm glad you're able to be with us, Dr. Walters. Thank you for joining us. Tell, tell viewers about what your firm does, why now as we see you there live at the NASDAQ today. Yes, hi, thanks for having me again on the show. It's good to be here. Uh, today, obviously, I'm at NASDAQ because we were able to ring the opening bell today, which was a big milestone for us and an honor to kind of be part of the NASDAQ family. We're really celebrating our mission, which is to develop new cancer treatments by stimulating the body's immune system to fight cancer. This tends to be a type of treatment that's less toxic than traditional therapies. And if we can get the immune system to recognize tumors, patients often have a very long benefit and potentially are cured. The problem is a lot of patients don't respond to the existing standard of care. Me and my team have been at Bristol-Myers Squibb previously and helped develop these drugs. And we really got some clues to why not everyone is responding and really have focused most of our effort right now onto these pathways of resistance and how we can overcome them. Hopefully we can get more patients to respond and benefit from that kind of treatment. Yeah, and I know you're in the midst of a couple of clinical trials, very key, and, and the experience that you had at Bristol-Myers bringing that here to Portage with you and your team as well. As you look at what's going on here in the clinical trials underway, I know you're also talking about combinations of different treatments and T-cells, things. I, mean, I don't think before COVID, I'm not <laughs> sure a lot of people even knew what a T-cell may or may not be. Tell me about some of the advancements that you're seeing and some of the hopes that you have from these trials. Sure, and it is you know, a, quite a good analogy with COVID. You're really trying to get your immune system to clear the virus, and we're trying to do the same thing to try to get the immune system to clear the cancer cells. You and I don't have cancer because our immune system finds the cancer cells that develop every day and gets rid of them. So we've you know, licensed technology that was developed for over 20 years at Oxford uh, that focuses on uh, a novel way to engage the immune system. And not just one cell like the T cell, but it engages other cells like natural killer cells and B cells and sort of orchestrates a massive attack against the cancer. So our intent in these trials that we've started is first to kind of look at the drugs individually, because I think that's important. You really need to understand how the drugs work by themselves. And then we move very quickly into proof of concept studies where we're looking at our drug compared to the standard of care, compared to the combination of the two. And that's really what is needed to understand how, what the potential of these drugs are, how we might want to take them to, through to commercialization. And, uh, you know, it is a little bit unusual for companies to do that as their first trial, because it's a very complex trial and there's a lot of patients. Um, but it was really part of the effort that we go through when we're trying to understand the market and understand our customers and understand what big pharma is looking for to want to partner with smaller biotech. And that's the, why, the reason why we've chosen to go that way. So it really gives us multiple ways to improve care, whether it's uh, our drug alone or our drug on top of what people normally get. And the hope is really that we can take the patients that don't respond to the standard of drugs and get them to re-respond with our drug. Yeah, and you know, you can't rush research, right? I, I know that to be true. First of all, you have to fund research and clinical trials take a long time. When can we expect to hear more about your company? What's your timeline or hopes for some more developments in the battle against cancer? 
Sure, so we have three products in human testing. The two we just spoke about um, right now are, are looking at understanding the dose and the schedule and how we want to give the drug. And we should get some clues on the safety this year. And then as we move into these randomized cohorts and we're comparing to the standard of care, that data will start rolling in towards the end of next year. So it's really short term. And what's really nice about oncology compared to other uh, types of therapeutic areas is you could sort of compress this timeline, right? There's such a big need. Patients are unfortunately succumbing to their disease. The FDA is willing to work with you if you have something novel that is showing promise. So we can really accelerate these things without going through the typical phase one, then you stop, and then you do a phase two study, then you stop and you do a phase three. And where some companies have taken their first study, expanded it, and used that to support uh, licensing and commercialization. So that is our hope. You know, we design these studies where we use adaptive strategies that will allow us to learn very quickly, adapt to the data as it comes in, and then hopefully expand when we see signals so that we can confirm those in a way that regulators like the FDA and other agencies around the world would look at this to support an approval. Thank you so much. Dr. Ian Waters, it's great to see you. Portage CEO there live from the NASDAQ. Congratulations, PRTG. Nice to see you. Thanks for being with us. And you'll come back and give us some updates soon. Thanks so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thanks again. Bye-bye, everybody.